morning, church. Great to be together uh, this morning. Happy New Year. Welcome in 2021. My name is John Landis. It's the privilege to serve here in the Roman Valley Church, and we are thrilled that you have joined us here on Facebook Live. Big shout-outs to Bill and Paula Bridge for bringing us a time of remembrance there for communion as well as contribution. Happy anniversary. If you didn't see it in the comments, Bill and Paula are celebrating their 17th anniversary of marriage today. So shout out to you lovebirds. We're so inspired by you guys. We appreciate you guys. You all are uh, just incredible examples of faith, incredible examples of love, and our pillars here in Roanoke Valley. We couldn't imagine uh, being here without you guys. So thank you, Bridges. And a special shout out to Nikkei Schwarz, uh, celebrating her birthday this weekend. Happy birthday, Nikkei. Uh, we love you very, very much. And hello uh, to everyone near and far who's joining us here online, we're glad you're with us. Uh, we have been going through a, a theme, a series on wilderness and exile, the narratives in God's word, uh, particularly because of everything that's going on in the pandemic and being here online and uh, kind of wandering and waiting and uh, be, really in a lot of ways, in a lot of good ways, being forced to kind of wait, wait on God and uh, wait on the authorities in which he's put in place uh, to be able to determine where we go and direction as far as uh, our, our comings and goings in this world. But I believe it's a great call back to God's word, as we've mentioned before, but it's worth repeating in this new year that uh, we have a new year, 2021, and not to look back into 2020, but at the same time, there is a narrative that, is, that goes throughout scripture that's very much true today, is that we are all on our way to where God wants us to ultimately be. We're on our way to, we're on the heaven's road. We're in the wilderness. We are foreigners and aliens in this world. We are sojourning from this life to the new Jerusalem that God will bring down. So again, this is a, and has been for me, and I pray for you, a good reminder, a good callback to our spiritual reality in this world. And sometimes the physical world and the comings and goings, our jobs and our health, the ebbs and flows of life uh, do remind us that this world is not our home. That everything we see, even as, as beautiful as, as the landscape here is in Roanoke and its surrounding areas, this is uh, just a shadow of all that God has in store for us. So is it has been a good time so far. I pray for you these uh, few, few days and all of 2020, most of 2020, these last few days, in 2021 as a, as a time of reflection to see what God has taught us, to see what he is, uh, is making in us, how he's changing us, how he's exposing us, loving us, uh, renewing us. And as, uh, as Bill and Paula pointed out in their communion this morning, and as the, the songs that we sang this morning already is reminding us that God is taking us through, that God has always been there, that God's forgiveness and love are, are what, we, what anchors us. And as we take this new year in stride, perhaps with resolution for new things, uh, for, for change, uh, for great purpose, that we really do need to zero in once again to God's defining purposes, to what He does, to what new things He has in store for us, and what newness He creates in us every single day. So while we celebrate 2021 and the turning of a calendar, a new year, a new year, and a, a prayerfully a new us and a new you, that we can celebrate the reality that is that we have in Christ that we are new every day. 
that the old is gone, the new has come, and that is worthy of celebration. That is worthy of reminder, of, 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 of a healthy reminder. And uh, I pray today can really encourage you as, as we look at our title this morning, Newness in the Wilderness. So we will continue our wilderness theme, but look at the newness that can be found in the wilderness, that God preps us for newness, restoration, renewal in the wilderness. We're going to go back to the Old Testament today. And if you have a Bible or if you're near someone who has one, go to Isaiah chapter 43. And we're just going to look at a couple verses. And we're going to have a couple other passages that I'll reference today in today's lesson. But we'll be in verses 18 uh, through through 21 here for this text. So, amen. We uh, I'll let you get there. I don't have the words up on the screen today. That's something new. Uh, but they'll be back up there uh, next week. So Isaiah 43, get your Bibles out and turn those tablets back on or get your phone ready. Uh, here we go. Isaiah 43, the newness in the wilderness. We'll have a couple points that help us to see what God is doing in the wilderness and how he can make and is making all things new. Verse, verse 18, a great verse for the new year. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. How many of us need that reminder? Okay, that can speak to 2020. That can speak to even this morning. That can speak to even last second. It's new, 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 new. Let's not dwell in the past. God wants us to move forward. So here in verse 19, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. We'll stop there for, for now. Again, God is telling us here in, in my first point this morning uh, with the title newness in the wilderness is that God has made a new way. You know, in the wilderness, God has made a new way. In the wilderness, there it's, it's synonymous with, with lacking, with not, 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 not enough sustenance, not enough food, not enough water, dryness. Desert heat, just ebbing away life. That life can't be sustained in the wilderness. The, the journey will eventually cause all of those who are in it to fall faint and lack strength and just be dried up, shriveled up from the inside out. And that's often what we see in Israel's history of, of exile and in the wilderness. And as we looked at last, last Sunday, with Numbers 13 and 14, that the Israelites had just escaped Egypt and they've, they've crossed the Red Sea and God's delivered them. And now they're, they're whining and complaining about not having food and, and water and they want to go back to Egypt. And it's just, it wasn't a place that, yes, it seems that this is the best place to be. That we're living in, a, in an age or a time or as, as 2020 has been and it's still 2021, that it's a, it's a season that, you know what? I don't think any of us would prefer. I don't think any of us would sign up for a pandemic or the economic instability or the, the fear of, of sickness or, again, just not being able to see each other and worshiping on a camera lens. Again, not something that we would say, you know what? This is, this is the life. This is living life to the full. This is really all that God has in store for us. And that's maybe what Verse 20 or chapter 20, chapter 2020, year 2020 can be for us is, oh man, this really isn't it. I'm not living my best life 
as that, as the younger generations say. And God is telling us here through the prophet Isaiah, forget all that. Forget all that. I'm doing something new. And he asks us a question. Do you not perceive it? Do you not know what I'm doing? Do you not know that I am carving out a new way in the wilderness? That I'm guiding you? That there is a clear path forward? And that's what a new year presents for us. That it's a, it's a move forward. It's a, it's, we're moving ahead. We're moving on. And this new way isn't necessarily God's going to break in and, oh, whoa, we, we haven't thought of doing it this way before. Or, or, oh, this is what it means to be a Christian now. Or, oh, this is a new teaching. I don't think that's it. But there's a sense that we need to understand that God is all about making things that seem dry or stale or terrifying that he shows us in those moments. He is moving ahead. He's moving forward and he's always carving out a way for us to walk in. And it's that this new year gives so much hope and new promise that God has been doing something and is doing something in the wilderness. We often think, you know, what's God doing? And how long is this going to take? And that's a relevant question for, for this pandemic, isn't it? And we're not alone in that. But this new way, God's saying, don't you see it? Don't you see it? It's springing up. It's becoming evident. It's becoming apparent. These streams will rise up in the wasteland. You know, the wilderness theme throughout Scripture is a time where God prepares His people for something great. It's, it's synonymous with a launching of something new. It's a, it's a, it's a reminder that in the driest, most cavernous places in our lives and in our hearts spiritually, that God is at work, that God has great plans and is guiding us to them if we're willing to follow him. So as we launch into 2021, the beauty of just flipping that calendar over, of seeing a new number, four new numbers rather, on your iPhone or Android, it just brings the refreshment that a stream would bring in the desert for us. But the wilderness is a place where God has prepared us, where God has tested us, where he's refined us. He's given us new perception. He's given us new appreciation for the fellowship, for him, for his paths, for his ways. I pray all that is true for you. The wilderness is a place where newness can be seen. And do we believe that as a church, that 2020 and all that's going on and the pandemic and just life in general, the sojourning of disciples is a place where we can see God work and see what he's up to, his new thing. Do you see it? That's our goal this morning is to see what God is doing. You know, I'm so encouraged by so many disciples that I've talked to over this year, just asking them, you know, what have you learned? What have you, what have you seen? What have you appreciated? What have you, what have you really garnered from, from God's word during this time? And they're talking about, man, I just see, see God's faithfulness in a new way. I see my story in scripture with this pandemic, kind of in the wilderness exile as we've been covering it. It helps me to really relate to God's people more. You know, I've seen parents say, you know what? It's been difficult with kids, but man, these memories with my children, I'll cherish them forever. I've seen couples who maybe have been busy with 
the going in, to the goes to and goes to work now working from home together that at first it was like oh my goodness but it it's it's created a new spark in their relationship new new habits new fun things that families have done new ideas have been created all these things i appreciate be hearing from the disciples that this way this this pandemic this wilderness has created new things that god has created new things for us to enjoy despite this moment in verse 20 i'll continue on it reads it says there the wild animals honor me the jackals and the owls because i provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people my chosen the people i form for myself that they may proclaim my praise isaiah tells us here that god is doing this god is guiding us through the wilderness he's doing a new thing he's he's restoring life he's creating life in the midst of something so tragic all for what purpose that we may proclaim his praise that difficulty challenging wilderness the dryness of life is meant to produce in us a great not hardening of heart but a hardening of of our of of our re resolve to be more resolute to praise god to see him more clearly and personally i think that's what this has been for me is being able to see god more clearly that i'm not able to do as much my tendency is to kind of run around that if I'm not doing it, things don't happen. That if I'm not touching it, things won't change. If I'm not seeing face to face, then my point or the idea or even what God wants to say doesn't get across. But man, have I been humbled this year to see God work in people's lives despite anything that I do, actually in spite of some of the things I do. That people are turning themselves in to want to study the Bible even though we've never met them. That we've never actually been the words to share. I've never been the people to share those words. You know, I've been humbled that, that people are, are stronger in a lot of ways without anything that I've done. It's just been God, His Spirit, and the ways He creates newness for them to proclaim His praise. You know, this new way is meant to bring us to a point where we praise God more. That we are more, we're abundantly more excited about God. Now, how's it going? I mean, if we're being honest, we have to fight hard to think about all the great things that happened in 2020. We did that last week, and there's so many, so many more things we could have said. And I believe that's part of, of where we need to be refined. Where, where God has been working in our lives is that He's showing us himself more clearly again god in the midst of all this is active and he's creating a new way flip back to isaiah chapter 35 uh, isaiah chapter 35 in the same vein of finding newness in the wilderness i'm going to read verses 1 through 10 hopefully you're with me there this morning that god has made a new way and the old is gone the new has come and we're on our way to that place where God has been active in preparing us this past year. In verse 1 of Isaiah 35, it says, the desert, the desert and the parched land will be glad. Again, all this difficulty will result in praise to God. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. 
It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it. The splendor of Carmel will in Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands. Steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance. With divine retribution, he will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf, deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool. The thirsty ground bubbling springs in the haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reed, reeds and papyrus will grow. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast. They will not be found there. But only the redeemed will walk there. And those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. You know, Isaiah 35 talks about the joy that will be found in this new way. This new way that God has brought about. The new way that God has brought from difficulty to 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 life from parched land to now the, that very land gushing with water wilderness no flowers no life now will be splendor upon splendor to our god you know the truth is in this new way we've got to understand that we have an opportunity as a fellowship and as i have an opportunity and you have an opportunity to start over to have not just a new way, but a new life. And that's my second point here, is new life. New life, something that was parched, can now be gushing with life. Something that was, verse 3, feeble. Something that was fearful can now be strong and not overcome. Something that was lost, verse 4, can now be saved. You know, this is the opportunity that we have. This is the opportunity that God has given us in this new way. For that which was dry to now be gushing with life. To that which was afraid can now be firm in their trust in God. To that which was lost can now be saved. It goes on. Verse 5. That which was blind can see. That which couldn't hear can hear. That which is lame can now leap. To that which could not speak can now shout. For joy this is what God tells us can be ours you know this is so important for me because this new life isn't just something that we've got to wait every January 1 to have it's not something we've got to wait for when our circumstances change it's not something that we've got to you know twiddle our thumbs and tap our foot and kind of look up to the sky and, and snap around and say okay when the pandemic's done, then I can get back after it. Then I can be this. Or when we start worshiping together, 
then I can really get my joy back. Or you know what? When I can start meeting face to face, then I can have my heart softened and I can have real great discipling. You know, again, we, we say all these things, but this is the opportunity that God gives us. That new life can be yours. You know, I don't know how your 2020 was. I'm not sure how your last two days were. But like Isaiah 43 said, forget about it. Forget about it. It's in the past. God is doing a new thing. And that new thing is to bring what was dead to life. What was dry to be gushing. To that which could not speak, now shouting for joy. What was lame to now leap like a deer. You know, maybe some of those before pictures of these images describe how you're doing spiritually. Maybe that was your 2020. Just stink, stink, stunk. And I'm here to encourage you that that can all be gone. And that newness, that way of holiness is now marked out for you to start walking in. You know, this new way that I talked about and this new life that we've been given, this is God's faith. This is God's faith that we need to grasp, that everything can change. That is, is a gift that we can change today. We can have a new life today. You know, maybe your relationships with disciples are shallow. Today's a new day. They can burst forth with life giving relationships you know maybe your purity your righteousness is in the tank maybe your web browser sells you out that you haven't been living a new life the way of holiness that you're downtrodden with guilt and shame of of the past of your past sins of yesterday or this morning or of 2020 as a as a as a conglomerate of, of sin jesus says you know what that can all be new. That can all change. You can be different. I love that God gives us a new life. You know, this morning, if you're a disciple of Jesus, you know, you've, you've, you've actually repented and been baptized for the, forgiveness, for the forgiveness of your sins. You know, Romans chapter 6 says here, and I love the NASB version of this. It says, or do, do, or do you not know? That all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life. That's Paul reminding the Romans that you have a newness of life. You have a walk of newness to get after. You know, we're dead to all that stuff. We're dead to sin. We're dead to all these past ways. You know, what have we gained from that which we are ashamed of, Paul tells the, the churches later. You know, the answer is we're not proud of any of that. Yeah, that is stinky. And yeah, that was a waste of time. And yeah, I am bogged down with guilt and shame. But we who are in Christ, you're a new creation. That's not just a once, one-time thing and then you're, you just kind of dirty and clean yourself up. I appreciate Paul and Bill, what Paula and Bill, what they shared about, you know, you kind of forget about God's forgiveness and you think you got to kind of clean yourself off and, and deal with your own sins on your own and, and kind of pull yourself up by your own 
bootstraps. You know, that's American individualism. However, in Christ, we're a new creation every day. Now, that doesn't mean that we just continue to go on sinning. That's what Paul says. But in 2021, we can look at clearly, here's the path to new life. Here's the highway, verse verse 8 of chapter 35 in Isaiah back there. Here's the way of holiness. Here's the highway out of the wilderness. Here's the way God wants us to walk in and be glad. Here's, here's the highway to heaven. Here's the road to heaven that we can walk on clearly. We have an opportunity to transform, and now is the time. How are you doing spiritually, really? Where do you want to go spiritually? You know, I pray that we get encouragement that if you're afraid, that you can actually be courageous. If you're impure, you can be righteous. If you're easily angered, you can be self-controlled. If you're lacking faith to give to others, you can shout for joy. If you're worried and anxious about what's coming, you can have real peace. If you're lost, you're not a disciple, you can know God, know his word, and be rejuvenated and regenerated in Christ and be saved. If you're out there watching and you've walked away from God, you can be restored. That is the opportunity today. You don't know about you, but all of 2020 we hear about sickness overtaking us, about fear overtaking us, of worry overtaking us, of unemployment overtaking us, of, of political strife overtaking us. But here, verse 10, God says, you know where this way of holiness leads? You know what's out there for us? You know where God wants to guide his church? Not to being overwhelmed by fear and strife and disunity. In verse 10, it says gladness will overtake them. God wants to guide us to gladness, to rejoicing, to praising him. I don't know which way you want to go. But in the wilderness, we find the opportunity to find newness. Every time God has his people, has us in the wilderness seasons, collectively or individually, he's guiding you to something new. He wants you to perceive what is springing up right under your feet. And that is an opportunity for new life, to change, to be different, to transform, to walk in the ways he's always wanted you to. Ephesians 4 tells us practically how we can walk in this new way, this way of holiness, this way that God has carved out for us in Jesus. It says there in Ephesians 4 verse 22, you were taught, you were taught with the regard to your former way of life to put off the old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Again, that's what God is giving us today, an opportunity to be new, to put on a new attitude, a new mind, and to put on a new self created to be like God in true righteousness and to walk that highway of holiness. So I ask you, I ask you, 
Are you going to do it this year? Are you going to walk in his ways? Are you going to find the stream that God has had bubble up under our feet in the midst of this wilderness season? Are you going to listen? Are you going to perceive what God is up to? Are you going to be what God has always created you to be? To be like God in true righteousness and holiness. You know, I think practically for us to do that, some of us need to be taught in regard to our former way of life. We need to remind ourselves and be reminded by God's word and the spirit and one another that, that living a life of fear, living a life of impurity, living a life of cowardice, living a life of, of selfishness and self-preservation, that's, that stinks. That's the old life. That's the dry, parched land. That's the unsustainable lifestyle that got us nowhere fast. And we need to remember and we need to repent. We need to change and seek out the new way. You know, practically in addition to knowing our former life, we've got to have an attitude of a new mind. That Romans 12 tells us to not have our minds molded by the world. That we need to be in God's word more than ever. We need to memorize God's word. We need to fast through God's word. We need to pray through God's word so that our minds can perceive what God's perfect and pleasant will is. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And thirdly, practically, we need to walk in this newness of life. You know, we can talk theor theoretically. We can have ideas. We can have resolutions or resolutions or a re resolution or resolutions about what we want to do. But I pray our resolutions are, are geared towards walking in this newness of life, to being disciples of Jesus, to being men and women who love God with their minds, hearts, soul, and strength, who love his people, who strive to build up the church, who strive to live out the mission of God, to go and make disciples, to strengthen and to teach one another to obey all that God has commanded us. So again, let's be, to be made new, to find newness in the wilderness, we've got to understand there's a new way out there. That God has bubbled up that new way through Jesus to show us clearly how to walk. And there's new life to be had for disciples and non-disciples alike every single day. No matter what 2020 was, forget about it. No matter what yesterday was, forget about it. We can move forward because of Jesus and the new life he can give us. If you're not a disciple, reach out. We want to reach out to you. Let's study the Bible and find that highway of holiness through Jesus. And then for us as disciples, let's understand that we have an opportunity to be new. A new, new creation every single day. New, new life, new mind, and new walk. That's there for us. Let's dig in God's word. Let's dig into our relationships. Let's dig into prayer and fasting so that we can perceive the new thing that God is doing. The way of righteousness, that newness of life that we get to walk in. I love you. I pray that this has encouraged you and given us some more direction as we move forward in the new year. Let's contemplate. Let's pray. Let's talk about what newness of life looks like for each and every one of us as we strive to walk in the way of holiness with our Jesus leading us all the way through the wilderness and wherever God takes us. I love you. 
Have a great rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you on Wednesday next this upcoming week. Love you. Bye.